Welcome to the Power Break Podcast. I am your host, Moe Khan. I uh, want to take a minute here and thank all of you listeners for tuning in, listening to our podcast, following, subscribing, and uh, giving us your feedback. It, uh, it's really much appreciated. And uh, for those who haven't had an opportunity to do so, feel free to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That's at Power Break Podcast. We provide updates and you can get information about upcoming guests and uh, a lot of other things that you may find valuable as we post them throughout the week. Um, so I hope you all enjoyed the first three episodes. Let me know your thoughts if you haven't done so already, uh, whether you enjoyed it or not, what topics uh, were interesting, what you would like to hear about more of, and um, maybe even some feedback as uh, in, in regards to whether you know, the sound is okay, and uh, anything else that's on your mind. Uh, I'm here to listen, and I just want to make this a podcast that's enjoyable for you and um, something that's, uh, that you guys like to tune into and listen to. So uh, I'm all ears, so uh, please do provide any feedback that you may have. It's very much appreciated. I had a lot of fun talking to all of the guests that we've had so far, and we have some more great guests lined up for the upcoming episode so I'm really really excited about that and um, that being said we don't have a guest on today's episode because today I'm going to be doing a Q&A session um, I have a pool of questions that I've been asked about in regards to entrepreneurship and startups I'm going to randomly select a few questions and answer them today and uh, you know hopefully some of these questions will uh, relate to some of you listeners and maybe provide an answer that you may be looking for. Um, and if you don't like my answer, feel free to debate. Feel free to come back and give me your feedback or add on or, or you know, correct me if I'm wrong if you think so. So uh, we're going to be doing this on every fourth episode during the series. And, uh, you know, we, we are going to be watching for more questions. So feel free to provide questions and keep those questions coming in. Because you never know, in the next uh, Q&A session, four episodes from now, we may ask the question that you are asking um, asking me about. So uh, let's get started with the first question. What was the biggest challenge when starting out? When starting out means in regards to starting a, uh, a venture or a startup. Uh, in reality, I think there's so many, so many challenges that it's hard to pick one. But if I had to pick one, it's not knowing where to start. I had a lot of uh, great business ideas uh, as early as the age of you know 18 or 19. But the reality is I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I didn't even know how to act on my ideas. Fortunately, that has changed. You know, I've, I've taken it upon myself to uh, meet the right people, build my network, understand you know, who has done what to get to where they are today and uh, learn the different concepts and learn about the different resources that are available to entrepreneurs such as myself. Like, uh, again, the networks, but in addition to that, you know, what are funding alternatives? What are the different tools out there to uh, create a business model, a business plan, whatever it may be? So I think... Uh, not knowing where to start was the hardest hardest part for me. Now I know the the, the reality is where, where to start is understanding what your vision is and writing that, first of all, writing that vision down 
and more importantly um, acting on that vision meaning understanding and validating uh, that you have an opportunity there and more importantly you may have a, a product or service that may resolve that opportunity and provide a solution to to a certain um, target market so uh, it's it's a lot more than just that but that's at a high level and uh, if you have any questions about that feel free to shoot me a message and I will gladly answer any follow-up questions to that um, the next question I have is um, how do I determine what is a good partner to join my vision in a startup so the reality is good partners are really hard to come by and this is actually one of the big reasons why startups fail is you don't have a good team in place and it starts with the founders and the partners and kind of works its way uh, throughout the organization or the venture so there are many people out there with hidden agendas uh, there's some people that sell themselves stronger than they actually may be in a certain uh, category whether it's you know IT legal finance whatever it may be you know they, they understand what they may get in return if they become a partner and uh, it's more financially driven than um, anything else so be sure to do your research you know, understand what your potential partner is and who they are and if you're willing to be with them for the rest of your life it sounds kind of like a marriage but reality in reality you should think of it as a marriage because your partner is the one that you're going to be with uh, during your highs and your lows and the question you need to ask yourself is can you envision yourself having a difference of opinion with this particular individual or individuals and uh, coming out of that uh, on good terms and maybe even uh, uh, coming out of it in a better situation than you were going into it so the other thing is does your partner believe in your vision the way you do you know while you're bringing you know while you're bringing something to the table um, you know you have a passion and a drive to to accomplish something does your does your partner have that as well while bringing a specific skill set to the table that maybe you might be lacking so um, a couple things to look out look out there for is you know do, do they are they bought into your vision and are they bringing something to the table that you may lack um, these are just a few things that you may look for in a partner but yeah there's it's, it's it's very important to make sure that you don't jump to it make sure that you you do your homework make sure you know who you're getting involved with and um, you trust that person to to the point where you're looking at them as a as someone that you're marrying into you know you're you're going to be spending so much time with this the, this individual or this individual or these individuals that's that that is as critical so moving on to the next question uh what are the best resources for funding a startup now this is actually another another big reason why startups fail is uh they they don't have the capital they don't have the the funding or, or you know uh, it, it kind of ties into that that cash flow or, or the the capital more importantly than than that initially and and um, the, the to answer that question the best resource for funding a startup is uh, the way I look at it is first you should look at yourself you know see if you have the funds see how much you know how, how far your funds will carry you without putting yourself at risk putting your your loved ones at risk putting your business at risk and take that as far as you think it can go 
at that point, you know, look at your uh, family and friends. You know, uh, who else would believe in you or buy into your vision more than those that love you, right? The more that uh, that know you uh, on a on a regular basis, and they see how passionate you are, uh, even if you know they may not necessarily uh, know exactly what you're doing. If they see how much drive you have and dedication that you have towards making that venture a reality and you're doing the right right work and you know you're justifying your actions you know your family and your friends will be willing to invest the other option is after after yourself after your family and friends people within your own network uh, you may have some professionals uh, whether that's via LinkedIn whether that's people you met in a networking event through uh, through your college classmates through your work uh, you'd be surprised how many people you know within your network that um, if they found out about your, uh, you know, your venture, they'd be interested in investing because there are a lot of people out there who have money, who want to invest. They don't know how to invest. They don't know where to invest or uh, they're looking for that next thing to invest in and they don't want to go down the typical, you know, route of investing in stocks or whatever it may be. They're, they're more... Uh, or they're, they're, they have a diverse portfolio where they're just not all that invested into stocks or the typical stuff. They they invest in startups and that 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 kind of opportunity. So that's another option. And uh, after that, you may look for uh, you know official angel investors. Uh, there are plenty of angel investor groups out there. They actually sit down and whether they collectively sit down and make a decision as to whether they want to invest in someone who's pitching an idea. Or whether it's whatever it may be, uh, individually or as a group, uh, they they are out there. They do exist. Uh, they may not be completely uh, obvious, but the best way to find out who angel investors are, uh, I would suggest, is talk to your tax guy or maybe a, a legal guy, because those are the guys that know who investors are, especially tax people, because they're the ones that file taxes, and if they can tell you. Uh, Without getting in trouble, uh, you know, someone that may be an investor, they can make an intro uh, if 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 it's okay. So uh, that would be, you know, my my suggestion that in, in that order, uh, everything else will come after that. So uh, hopefully that helps. There are plenty of other resources for funding, but again, that this was just my suggestion. Moving on to the next question: Do I need a business plan, and what should it contain? So this is an interesting question for me because I, I'm one of those that feel business plans are, you know, obsolete. It's something that you should have in a drawer, but you're not going to use it. So I do think that you, you do kind of need it, but it depends on when. I wouldn't put too much investment into it up front because you're going to be changing that business plan a lot in the early stages because you're still trying to figure out what your product is, who your market is, and you may be doing some pivots and it would be a pain to keep going back and changing that business plan every time you go uh you go try trying to figure out what your business venture is going to be and who your market is and what they really want uh, the, uh, instead of that what i would suggest is create a business model use something like the business model canvas uh in combination with maybe the lean startup method and uh work your way towards understanding you know who your market is what you're trying to bring to the market validating your product or your service and uh, going down that route to create a minimal viable product or an MVP. And then at that point, when you feel confident that you have something at least uh, very close to what you would bring to the market, um, I, I would start investing a little bit more time in your business plan. But 
until then, I, I would say it's not something that's of urgent need uh, right off the bat. It's definitely good to have if you're going to go down the traditional route of looking for uh, for for bank loans and that kind of stuff. Uh, or, uh, you know, obviously, if you're if you're going to go pitch to investors, it's a good thing to have as well. So, you know, uh, in terms of what it should contain, I mean, you know, you have your executive summary, your financials, your market. Uh, you know information about your target market and your, your your typical stuff that you would expect in a business plan. Uh, there's plenty of uh, literature out there in regards to what goes into a business plan. There are actually freelancers out there that that build business plans for you. I would actually suggest doing it yourself because you're very tied uh, into the the business because you're the one that's going to be looking at it. Uh, it's your baby. You're you're raising it, so uh, it's better you know the ins and outs of it before uh, you, you hand it off to anyone else. So. Um, that's my suggestion. That's what I believe. Of course, there are other people out there who believe differently, but this is just my, uh, my suggestion and my take on the whole business plan, um, and, and, and where it's going and what it should be. Let's see. The next question is, when should I know it is time to give up or look for other opportunities? Uh, I think the question is basically asking when, when do I know I should I should give up on my my venture or move on from my venture? This is actually a really good question because a lot of entrepreneurs fall into the the denial phase and resist the thought of you know giving up on their venture. Uh, the reality is, some of the best entrepreneurs out there you know go through multiple ventures uh, on a regular basis. They don't stick with one, and um, it can be deadly to fall in love with a particular business especially if it's not successful so the answer to this, this question is very complex uh, there's not enough time to talk about it on this podcast but what i can do is i would answer it in a very simplified manner the thing the way to think about it is are customers buying your product or service right if, if they are then you know that that's good you understand that there is a need there but then how has revenue been looking is is it growing? Is it staying still? Is it falling? Because you can still be getting you know customers buying your product, but it could be decreasing instead of scaling, or it could be staying still. Uh, at that point, you you may want to look into it further and see why this is happening, and and uh, understand d- does it make sense for you to continue in terms of uh, your business? You know, is your business moving down the path that you want it to? That's one aspect of it. The other aspect is look at your own personal financial situation. Are you struggling to make personal payments? Uh, are you stressed out? Is this taking a toll on your family and your loved ones? Uh, and, and how bad? I, I mean, as an entrepreneur, you are sacrificing a lot of time uh, away from family and away from loved ones to, to make something a reality. And most of the time, you know, loved ones will understand and they're going to give you your support. But if it gets to a point where it's causing stress, you're not thinking straight, you can't give your 100% to your venture, uh, it may be time to think about you know what your options are and uh, whether that's continuing down the path of you know pushing for this venture or whether it's uh, you know cutting ties with this venture and moving uh, moving your focus towards your personal life. That's that's a decision that you would have to make, but that's something that you that I would suggest looking into. Uh, the other thing is that's very important is do you still feel passionate about about your business? You know, why did you start the business, and do you still feel strongly about it? Do you still feel like 
this is something that you want to do and you're dedicated out there to finding a solution to a market need. Um, if you're not as passionate about it, you're doing it just because you're doing it just because you're doing it just because you want to say that this is your, your business and you're kind of losing focus you may need to kind of reevaluate the situation. So I think those are some of the key areas. There's a lot more to look into, but I think those are key areas to look into when you're uh, figuring out whether this is something that you want to continue with uh, or do you start looking for other opportunities. Um, uh, the next question I have, okay, this is a good one. What are the pitfalls that an entrepreneur needs to be aware of? So I think that uh, there's a lot of different pitfalls and it's very living the life of an entrepreneur is uh it, it's never something that you know as an entrepreneur you can never predict right um but but some of the things that i can tell you seeing personally hearing stories about and maybe even uh experiencing myself is you know falling in love with the product or service rather than finding a solution uh forgetting what the purpose of you know why you're doing it is and instead just falling in love with, hey, you know, I love the way this product looks, for example. I love the fact that I'm bringing this to the market. This is something so cool and people are going to love it. Rather than focusing on what do the people want? Do they want this product? Do, do they even care for it? Should I bring something else instead? Or am I going down the wrong path? And so a lot, a lot of entrepreneurs fall into that whole trap where they, they fall in love with their product or service rather than focusing a little bit more on, you know, is there a need for it in the marketplace? And uh, do I want to bring something else to the market rather than this? Uh, the Another pitfall I can think of right off the top of my head is underpricing yourself, right? A lot, a lot, of, a lot of entrepreneurs do this. They, they don't price themselves high enough. Uh, most of them tend to underprice themselves because they feel like, Customers will not buy their product or service because it's going to be too expensive. You'd be surprised if there's a a valid need for your product or service on the market, and there is a migraine problem there, as we like to call it. Customers are willing to pay. They're going to pay, uh, especially if you're bringing something to the market that um, that is lacking, uh, or you're doing something that someone else is doing, but you're doing it better, right? Don't underprice yourself. Don't fall into that trap because that can lead to a lot of problems down the road where you're not making enough money and obviously you're going to go under. Uh, the other the other thing that kind of goes in hand with that is also overpricing yourself, right? Uh, don't get too confident either. Don't get too cocky because if you start overpricing, c customers are not going to buy. You know, you need to make sure you're at the happy medium where – so you want to kind of make sure your customers are happy but you're also not hurting your business. So keep it at a point where – it's it's not too cheap and not too high. The way to do that is I, I would suggest is as you do market validation and customer validation and understanding what you know what you're bringing to the to the market and you have a minimum viable product. Uh, as you create a test market uh, a, a test group for your product or service, uh, as you're testing and you get feedback and you feel like you have a great product out there to roll out and actually put out there, you know put put a price out there and see. If these people who are using your product or service that love it, you know, what if they would be willing to, you know, pay for it? And I, I wouldn't go low. I would go a little bit high and maybe even talk with them about it and see, you know, hey, if I, you know, would you be willing to pay $20 for the service, you know, and, and 
you know, $20 a month. And, you know, you, customers are going to give you the honest answer. And uh, make sure you use that market uh, wisely. Those people that are using your product and, and giving you that feedback, they are going to give you the honest answer. Uh, um, hopefully that helps you out in terms of getting the right price because once you get that feedback, you can kind of roll that out to the market. It's better to go high and drop your price a little bit than to go low and increase, in my opinion. Uh, the other the other pitfall I would say is a lot of, a lot of people a lot of entrepreneurs fall into is uh, giving up too much equity when the company is young. I know plenty of people who are desperate to find help early on in you know in the venture and in, in in the whole uh, startup, and uh, they even get to the point where they start giving up equity just to get some services in return, and uh, you know that works, but you got to be careful how much you give up. And who are you giving it up to? Um, because down the road that can prove costly, especially if you're looking to grow big and scale and get other investors and maybe even get VCs and uh, you know sell more more equity. Uh, you want to make sure you have as much equity in your pocket when you get to that point. So sure, give equity up to you know those that are giving service to you, but don't give them too much. Be very very careful with your equity. Equity is very valuable. Um, don't give that up so easily. Make sure you're very, very, you know, diligent in doing your research before you give up equity to anyone and make sure you give them the right amount of equity. Don't, don't, don't give up too much. So, um, I hope that, you know, though that, that, that provides you some sort of, uh, guidance in, uh, you know, some of the pitfalls There's so many more. I can do a whole episode on this, and I might even do that at some point down the road. But uh, for now, I hope I hope I answered your question. So, so I think that will do it for today. I think that will be my last question, and uh, I do have a lot of other great questions. I'm going to save them for the next Q and A session, which will happen four weeks from today. So, uh, what I do suggest is, if you have questions, please do private message me or send me a message on. Uh, Instagram or Facebook. Uh, if it's something that you want me to answer right away, you know, just tell me that in the in the question. But uh, if it's something that you want answered, uh, you know, on the show, uh, just ask the question. Say it's a question for the show, and uh, you know, hopefully I'll get to it in four weeks from now. And uh, please do include your name, um, and uh, I will make sure I mention your name on the next episode, starting from the next Q and A session. I will uh, include um, the questioner's information just so you know who you are and uh, you know whose question I'm answering. So um, I appreciate you all listening in. I appreciate all the support. I appreciate all the questions coming in, and um, you know I hope to carry this momentum forward. Like I said, I have some great guests coming up in the next few weeks, and uh, I'm excited to keep this going. I can't tell you. How excited I am, and, I, and all the love that I'm feeling from everyone, and um, I hope that this podcast serves as, uh, you know, something very powerful to all of you, and uh, the information that you get is is valuable, and that the the people that come on the show are as inspiring to you as they are to me. So that'll do it for today. I thank you so much for listening. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you all next week and until then stay safe and take care